0: hi and welcome to real trail talk i am donovan de souza from the long ways better
1: and i'm mark pybus from the life of Pie. welcome to episode 90 and part two of our south coast track bonanza uh, we're going to be talking about days five to seven and then our general thoughts of the track so i guess we'll kick off straight away welcome again bronwyn hello um, and Osmeridian Beach to Granite Beach. So this kind of was a day full of like some of the most beautiful coastal scenery, I think, of the whole trail. Mm-hmm. And a day of like perfect weather and perfect scenery. And also, also a really short. Sh- yeah. Oh,
2: personal <laughs> jinx. Yes. Yes. <laughs> short and relatively very easy as well. Yeah. A nice relaxing day.
1: I think it was about nine or ten k's from mm. Osmeridian Beach to Granite Beach. Um, so we weren't up super early, um, but we, we slept in. Yeah, we yes. slept in, but we still wanted to kind of enjoy Granite Beach. I think it was a good decision to try and get there fairly early. Yeah. Um, so the start of the day was what filling up water and packing up, and then doing the side trail back up to the main track.
0: Yeah, and we so we talking about filling up we went to the part of the trail where you're
1: supposed to fill up oh yeah and it was awful it was yeah. like, it like really muddy <laughs> barely a trickle I oh, was yeah. like thank god we didn't do that after a full day Yeah, um, but yeah Tyler's Creek where it crosses up on the main track um, which is kind of just the start of the day which is really open plains There's a few rocky sections but mostly like mud and not a whole lot of boardwalk kind mm. of what you'd expect from the South Coast track, I think.
0: Yeah, I remember thinking one of the annoying things here was that because of erosion, the trail had become this narrow trench and you were kind of walking mm. like one foot in yeah. front of the other mm. and that kind of sucked a bit because it was that and then you'd have to like climb up the sides in some bits. So it was not the easiest walking, but thankfully it wasn't very long that we
1: had to experience Yeah, this. in parts
2: it was like a one leg width trench.
1: Yeah, and we kept passing those, like, groups. I think some of them were, like, the paid groups um, that were tour guides, which I have found fascinating that people would pay to have a guided tour where you still had to carry everything. You weren't probably getting meals cooked for you. You still probably had to sleep in your own tent and put it up and everything. Well,
2: we don't know for sure. We haven't been on one of those tours.
1: But you, like it's seven days. the The main guides aren't going to be carrying everything. Well, you hope not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. It's a weird
0: one because it's like you're not getting you know the value add of doing that on the overland or the uh, three capes is that you get a private hut. You probably get your own bed,
1: meals, meals, hours, yeah. wine. Yeah.
0: Whereas like what's the value add? I guess is that you're guided.
1: But again, like it's not a hard. Track to follow. Like yeah. I think there was no. like maybe two spots where we were like had to check the map or see where to go. But it's mm. really easy. Yeah, it's like,
2: navigationally very easy. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, a, being guided isn't going to help you if you're struggling with the terrain, is it?
1: Mm. No, other than someone to perk you up and give you encouragement. Yeah.
2: But there yeah. might be more to it than we realise because we haven't done one of those tours. Yeah.
1: yeah, I'm sure they'd be very knowledgeable about the yeah. area and everything else. But again, like it'd probably be a fair bit of money. Or unless, like, you just show up and they say, have all your gear at this point, at this time, you don't have to worry. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's probably a bit of that where I think if you're someone who doesn't do this a lot and this is like a one-off thing and they give you your backpack with all the stuff you need Mm. and you have to put no effort into logistics, then maybe that's the value add for some
1: people. I had that you for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. Uh-huh. Uh, but then you enter like the forest again which is like the start of what makes this day really enjoyable like there's some nice-ish forest to start but then you hit that section up on top of the ridge and it's like pristine old gross like things that in WA I thought I'd never see yeah <laughs>
2: Oh, I thought it was very similar to the like the Tingle Forest it, around Walpole.
1: It's very
0: Walpole Wilderness if Walpole mm. Wilderness was like actually a wilderness and never burnt.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Is like It felt like no it, one had touched this yeah, at all. Well, the
2: Tingle Forest, for me, feels like that this doesn't get burnt much. And, oh, I, I don't know. This year it is. <laughs> but yes, the, this section of forest on the South Coast track was really beautiful and I think we all loved it. Mm. Yeah. There it really was, like, Lots of ferns and there's a few massive trees, including one that Donovan stood in. Oh, you stood in as well, yeah. Oh, no, we all stood in it, didn't we? Yeah. 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 But
0: it it definitely felt like the Walpole Wilderness and Valley of the Giants sort of area. Had that
2: really magical um, ancient forest feeling to it.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, just massive, like, thick boy trees everywhere, (laughs) everywhere, (laughs) which is kind (laughs) of odd, like, because we were so close to the coast and you're only up on this, like, 100-metre high ridge The fact that this exists just like boggled my mind a little bit. Yeah, I think it's because in WA, the
0: soils are a bit granitic close to the coast, so you never get forest growing right to the ocean. Mm. Whereas over there, because it's that muddy kind of soil, it can support forests like fairly close. But yeah, I know what you mean because I have that mental sort of thing of like, how is there a tree so close to the water? Yeah.
2: But it was quite similar, I thought, to like Wilson's Promontory.
0: Yeah, it's very similar to Wilson's With the big trees prom. growing. But even then, like when I did Wilson's prom, my immediate thing is, Oh, there's trees growing to the ocean. That's bizarre because as a West Australian I always think of like sandy soil and heath along mm. the coast.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's beautiful beautiful walking through there, kind of up and down a little bit and then we descended down to a creek where we saw Tim, the Queenslander, who was doing it solo. Had a bit of a chat and then up another little hill um, Mm. before a steep descent down towards Surprise Bay, which was a surprise. (laughs) It's just how, like, beautifully stunning it was. Yeah,
0: I remember, I think you said it was, like, Fitzgerald River on, like,
1: you know, like, times a million. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just that initial drop down to the beach, you've got that, like, diagonal rock going into the sand, and then there's another little rock, like, coming out... It's just one of those moments where you're just like, wow, like, this is why we yeah, do, do it. Yeah, quite spectacular
2: jagged rocks, and then you got to walk between them. Mm-hmm. And it was also, that was, like, quite a warm, I wouldn't say hot, but quite a warm day, sunny. And I just thought, I've got to go for a swim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
0: remember you were like, are we going to go for a swim? Are we going to go for a swim? And um, I, I filmed, I was filming Mark, and I was doing, like, the Michael Bay, like, panning around is a circle thing hmm. and i panned around mark and then in the background you can see well what's happening over here and bonnie is like like stripping off and then running into the ocean <laughs> i
1: was surprised it took until day five to have like full bonnie swim experience <laughs> <laughs> yeah i would have
2: gone swimming on the first day but there are all those blue bottles put me off
0: yeah mm but it was just that was really funny watching like because I I was not filming that at all and Mm. then that's you in the background (laughs) running into the ocean (laughs)
1: because there was that other group of three that had stopped there to go for a bit of a swim and a a poke around the beach and the rocks as well it just seemed like a very relaxed day where we didn't have far to go we had all the time in the world and the scenery was like stunning all throughout and I also
2: thought the other end of Surprise Bay was really beautiful like where the creek was meandering across the beach to the water and then there were more of those jagged rocks. Yeah. Mm.
1: The surprise rivulet. Yes. Oh, yes, that's it. Yes. Yeah. No, that was, that was really nice. And then
2: there was a very steep climb to the campsite, like a short but steep climb where they someone, I think they'd put a rope in to help you. Yep. Help Which you I found
1: up. necessary because I was still in my thongs. Uh. Actually, no, sorry, I was barefoot and I was like, had the camera and I was trying to yeah. like pull myself up and like, a bit like my dog when it comes to, like, jagged surfaces and a bit, like, precious because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> my feet are, like, super soft. Yeah. So, I think at one moment I, like, slipped a little bit. I was like, don't fall down that steep rocky bit. Um, but, yeah, the views looking back were amazing. We got beautiful sunny skies with lots of cloud. Yeah.
0: And the rivulet wasn't deep either, which apparently Mm. it can be. Yeah. So again, another
1: example of us being just very lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Because the map shows it as like a wide section of water before the landmass. Yep. Um, So yeah, I think just we got really lucky again. Yeah. Um, And there's the campsite on the hill a little bit, maybe like 100 metres, where we had what was like morning tea slash lunch. Yep. That was. That, that was,
2: would have been a nice campsite, but I did think it would be. Well, I suppose it's similar, a bit similar at Granite Beach. But you've got to kind of walk down that big steep climb to get any water mm, at that camp.
1: Yeah, that yeah. would be a bit annoying.
2: <laughs> bit annoying, but otherwise a beautiful spot to stay. Which yeah. we didn't do. We kept going.
1: But. Yeah, but two people that did were the um, two guys that we talked to at Malaluka, who had come off the Port Davey track. They'd like doubled on one day mm. and, like, caught up to us. But they were staying there for the night and it was, like, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And yeah. It was, I was like, why not just continue on to the much better campsite? Yeah. You've got the the day to do yeah. It. Anyway, it. Yeah. Anyway, it seemed like a nice spot and they probably enjoyed themselves.
0: Yeah, they were probably the only people that we saw semi-regularly on a very different itinerary. Like, everyone mm. else, I think, was, like, following the Chapman seven days. Yeah. Um, and because... We didn't have any like inclement weather. No one like had you know. Sometimes they say, "Oh, I'll allow an extra day if something like that goes wrong," mm. but everyone basically just stuck to that itinerary. Yeah. Other yeah.
2: than that, big group of young people who seemed to spend an extra day at um, Deadman's Bay.
1: Yeah, and that couple that we saw at the end that we also camped with at Little Deadman's Bay. Mm. Yeah, they like doubled on one day and then stayed at Cockle Creek at yeah. the end instead yeah. of like taking their time yeah there anyway moving on so <laughs> from surprise bay Rivulet, let um it's kind of like a bit of up and down there's that it's steep ish yeah um there's that one spot where a few people got lost where they didn't go up a rock oh, that's right. they yeah. continued on into the forest yeah but i remember the views looking back over surprise bay being really special yeah here. Like, yeah. very limited, but, like, what you'd expect from the South Coast track. Yeah. I remember on some of the climbing
0: here getting a bit irritated. You were. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't
1: really like this.
0: <laughs>
1: because it was... It was a bit steep, actually. Yeah, yeah. it was,
0: like, quite steep. But, you know, there were, the steep bits didn't really have that much reward for it. Mm. Uh, and it just felt a bit never-ending. Because, in, in reality, it was only, like, 2Ks. But it was, again, the Chapman... You know not showing you every climb yeah so you're like i've done this climb i feel like based on that chart we should be done mm. but no yeah
1: um but the road was you come back down the hill and onto granite beach which is like you just know it's the final stretch of the day and you've got a waterfall at the end to look forward to in the camp but the beach walking once you get off the sand and go onto the granite like pebbles and rocks it's not easy No,
2: and that that actually took me a long time. I think I had my mild paranoia again where I thought I really don't want to break my ankle. So I was like being very careful on those rocks. Mm. Not that it's like really difficult, but I just thought one wrong move and you could easily break an ankle.
1: Well, you need to think about every step. Cause yeah, like, and some of them yeah. were wobbly too. Yeah, that's the thing. If you step on a wobbly one, you've got to have an escape plan to move on and get yeah. another step in. And yeah. Oh, a, and that's
2: when we met, I think the only time we met some fo- fellow Western Australians oh, yeah. going yeah. the other way.
1: Yeah, because
0: they, they stopped. It's like, oh, you've got a lot of camera equipment. Are you filming this? And then I said, oh, you know, it's going to be up on The Long Way's Better. And they said, The Long Way's Better? I know that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and I said, "Oh, you have that podcast." <laughs> yeah, with yeah. the other guy. i like, like, "Here's That's the, the other guy." guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was kind of funny. And I think that what clued, it, clued them on was the Bibbleman. We 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 all have the Bibbleman. Yeah. Do,
2: you, do you have that on yours? No, I don't have any patches on no. my backpack.
0: I I do, and you do. And yeah. I think they saw mm. that and was like, "Oh, Bibbleman yeah. people,
1: yeah. fellow fellow Perthians slash sand gropers." <laughs> yeah. That yeah, was cool, and then yeah, like I think Granite Beach just went on for way longer than I expected, mainly because yeah. it was slow going on the pebbles. But then once you get towards the end and you can see the waterfall, it yeah. was like, yeah, this is fantastic. And I
2: think we lucked out with the weather again, because it was a beautiful, warm, sunny, blue sky day. So it really felt like a shower under the waterfall. Whereas yeah. if it had been freezing cold and windy, I still would have had a shower under the waterfall just because I, it's like, to keep clean but it would have been so cold. Mm. But, yeah, it was nice for us. Yeah. It was Although, a bit... first things first, we had to get... We had to climb up another little cliff and then go up a hill to get to the campsite
1: and looking at like photos and videos, there's that rope that goes from above the waterfall, <laughs> and it looks like you have to kind of pull yourself <laughs> yeah, off the side of the cliff, which you like, don't have to do. Yeah, yes. it's, yeah, it's still like not sketchy, but it's steepish, and you need to think about your steps. Yeah, it's not when too it,
2: bad. You, yeah, you just you anyway. wouldn't want to fall there.
0: Yeah. yeah, when
1: Alyssa saw that, she was like, Really? <laughs> that's, <laughs> the, that's the way up to camp? Yeah, um, yeah, so you, you cross the creek that the waterfall. Like flows into the ocean in and it's actually a fair climb it's like 30 or 40 meters vertically to get to the campsite yeah. but yeah.
2: unlike surprise bay you don't have to climb down a cliff to collect your water you've mm. got to walk down to the creek but you're at the top of the waterfall so it's yeah it's not too difficult
1: but at one point i was like half going to check on the map to see if we'd like missed a turn off or whether the campsite was further along the creek instead because yeah. i was like we haven't reached it yet and we've gone a fair way off the beach mm. But yeah, it's just a bit further than you expect. And that
2: creek at the top of the waterfall, that's where there was a quoll.
1: There was. Mm. The camp quoll, which (laughs) is a bit infamous of stealing people's food. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, not too bad. It's one of those things where you just need to be aware of hanging food up every night. Um, But the campsite, again, like it's... Spaced out tent sites in the, the thickets, there. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite a nice spot.
2: It was a pleasant spot, but unlike some of the others, it didn't have the views of being right on the beach. But it was mm. a nice spot and really good. Like, we went down, well, we put up our tents, and then I went down and had a shower in the waterfall, which was great. It's a very sort of like um, heavy waterfall. So, when you're standing under it, it's like really forceful mm. and very, cold. Very good, for <laughs> a, very good for a wash. Yeah, freezing cold.
0: And yet, that was like apparently a, a mild day at the waterfall because I've seen f- like photos after torrential downpour, mm. and it's like a, just a deluge coming. Like oh, if it was
2: like that, it would just squash you. I yeah,
0: yeah, you'd probably just be like just pummeled if you went underneath. Yeah,
1: because I remember I went down on my own to have a shower and a bit of a sunbake, and I'd finished, and then I saw you wandering down. And you're like do you mind if you do that again? I was like, it's so cold.
2: <laughs> That's like the theme The theme of our hike was stop there, go back, we yeah, want to film it. do it, it again. <laughs> like,
1: I haven't seen the footage that you do. It must look weird because my hair's already wet and I'm already like, drenched <laughs> and then I'm like wondering is it was like, oh, doing this for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I think people, you know,
0: they suspend their disbelief for yeah. these things, yeah. Like this. I realised later on, that when, when uh, Bonnie signs off at the end, that you can see her sticks already in the shot. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but no one will notice that. <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, I'm glad that we like had so much time at Granite Beach on Absolutely. that day yeah. as well. We had
2: a real relax. Like, that's when we got to know the people who were on the same itinerary as us.
1: Mm-hmm. Which, come
2: to think of it, that's something that surprised me about the South Coast track. I was expecting not to see many people, but we saw a fair few. Yeah. Might have been because we were going in the Christmas holidays so like right after Christmas.
1: I think there were a few flights cancelled a few that, days yeah, before right. us, so yeah. like there was a bit more of a planes. backlog of yeah
2: people
1: yeah but yeah, same with you, I was like expecting to cross maybe like two or three groups yeah, and have the campsites to ourselves, yeah. but it was busy, yeah, which has actually made it good fun at the end because you could like yeah you know. See everyone at camp, but then walk on, on your own during the day.
0: Yeah. The New Zealanders, they had like a really nice place in the middle of the campsite, which you yeah. kind of all sort of gathered around. And they had, it was, I was amazed that they brought like <laughs> oh, real food. food yeah. <laughs> yeah. They I had like sausages. <laughs> sausages. <laughs> it wasn't like,
1: it was Warwick's pack was like 20 something kilos, because he just carried all this food. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, I, he
0: weighed it and it came in at like 20 kilos and he's like, I don't think
1: that's right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Tim was good as like a solo hiker who was already quite social and like he was the conduit for people to, to talk yeah, and, and definitely be a bit more social, which I think we probably wouldn't have done without him. We would have said hello and maybe yeah. a few conversations. Just stuck to our little, our
2: little <laughs> group. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was quite cool. I th- I found the more the trip went on, The less I was worried about staying up for sunset or... Yeah. Like, I was quite happy to go to bed at, like, 8.39 towards the end. Yeah.
2: Yep. We did go back down to the waterfall to just before sunset, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. got some beautiful views, although the wind had come up, so it was... It it changed the ocean a lot, like the cloudy and windy. So it looked very different to when we first got there. Yeah,
1: I remember there being like a purplish hue to the sunset, but it wasn't as we didn't
2: really see a spectacular sunset. It was just
1: wasn't as good as what I thought it would be. It
2: could potentially have been good.
1: Mm. So day six um, was kind of it's the day that you Donovan described as like the one you don't expect to be hard, but is. Yeah, a lot of people
0: said that you know they they expected the Iron Bounds to be hard and then this came up and they were like whoa where did this come from Mm. but I think because we were expecting it maybe it didn't feel as bad I was the
2: opposite I think I really struggled on the Iron Bounds day and then day six enjoyed it for the most part it was very muddy and (laughs) kind of a Bit of a challenge in that respect, especially, mm. Mm. We'll, save, we'll save the story for your <laughs> 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 later in the... <laughs> yep.
1: But yeah, it was It was one of those days where like, if you knew it was coming, it's not too bad. Yeah. But yeah. it just starts off with that 400 metre climb. Yeah. Which
2: I didn't really notice that climb that much. Yeah. I think I was expecting, uh, also after I struggled on the Iron day, I thought, oh, I'm going to find day six really hard, but yeah, it was a lot um a lot more pleasant i thought yeah At the start of that climb again we had the humidity which probably makes it a bit more of a a drudge but it seemed to go by pretty quickly
0: oh the measure i had was that i felt you know the huffing and puffing feeling going up the iron bounds mm. whereas i was like this doesn't feel like anything this just feels like walking and it didn't it didn't i didn't
2: yeah. feel tired going up yeah so it was like, steep in parts though yeah it was steep and not like too bad
1: warm because of the humidity to start with but Mm. yeah it was kind of opened up a little bit towards the middle and I got super frustrated because my camera fogged Fogged. up and I it couldn't solve it and then I just had this idea of like I just pressed my hand against the lens Mm. Within five minutes, it, like, cleared up. I was like, thank God, because I would have been so grumpy with a foggy lens the whole day.
0: I think the thing here is the the reason why it was fogging up is because it rained overnight, and it was the only time of the whole trip, except we had a little bit of drizzle at Little Deadman. No, there was a few downpours that night. No, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. That night... Oh, yeah. So Little Deadman, we had a little bit of drizzle on that night, but then at Granite Beach campsite, we had the proper, yeah. like, it I wasn't. There were was a
1: few downpours at Little Deadman's as well. Like, I woke up a couple yeah, of I'm times. Yeah, I'm saying
0: it, it did, but our tents were actually dry by the morning at Little Deadman's, whereas mine was. Mine was. <laughs> whereas at um, Granite Beach campsite, like, mm. everyone's tents were wet. And, like, yeah. I know re- you had some clothes out that were, were drenched.
2: Yeah. And my, yeah, I had my socks and clothes and. And I made a terrible mistake. I forgot to pack my spare socks, which I really regretted.
1: Can we just run down Bronwyn's logistics issues for this trip? Your pillow <laughs> pillow issue at the start.
2: Oh yes, I thought I forgot my pillow, um, and then I, I had this like quick race around going to Patty Palin in Hobart to get a replacement pillow, and then I realised on the second last day of South Coast Track that I had two pillows in my backpack. Yep. And I which also, was, yes, I forgot my spare socks, which on, on a normal hike, that's like, might be, it doesn't really matter. But on this hike, you really don't want to forget your spare <laughs> socks. But I managed, I just had to like wash my socks and they were, a bit, they were disgusting. But oh well, I survived. Had
1: more, more pillows and socks. <laughs> <Or> <laughs> pairs <laughs> of socks. Um, but yeah, so as a result of the downpours, today was a lot muddier and wetter. Um, yep. than what we'd experienced, which to get through to day six.
2: We were so lucky. Uh, yeah, very yeah. lucky.
1: I remember watching Caro's South Coast track video after we'd finished and she had a perfect day one and she's like, now don't be fooled, it's not going to be like this for the whole time. And I was like that awkward like, looking <laughs> like, <laughs> meme. <and> like, uh, <laughs> that's what we got. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you kind of get to the top of the hill and it's just the first of many hills today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like, I think the seven peaks yep. that get off, but like this is the bulk of the climbing. I think that,
2: if I remember correctly, the, each hill got progressively smaller as the day went on. So it was like.
1: I think the last couple oh, okay, I okay, thought were going to be yeah. smaller, but they felt. Yeah, longer. they seemed to go on a way. Yeah. 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 Um, but then we entered the muddy bit. We kind of half got reception at one point at the oh, top that's of the hill. Right. <laughs> yeah, we
2: stopped there for ages. We were like yeah. frantically trying to send messages, but yeah. couldn't quite get it to work
1: um and then mud (laughs) mud. (laughs) and there was one
2: like a lot of the time the mud was quite deep like say about knee deep and it was okay we had um I would have I thought if I didn't have gaiters I would have regretted my wearing trail runners in that mud Um, but because I had the gaiters they were keeping my shoes on and you just have to just embrace the mud it's you're going to get very dirty and mm, mm. slow you down a bit, but it is what it is. Although yeah. there was one point when Donovan took a step <laughs> in a particular patch of mud, yeah, and
0: I went like beyond needy. You went like, like
2: you, you went bottom deep. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, the Bottom
0: of your pack was quite muddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. waist yeah. deep, shall we say? Yes, it was pretty close to that. And I, 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 it's unfortunate <laughs> that I don't have that on video because I really would would love to have seen, you know, like to prove to people, no, no, no this is seriously deep. <laughs> the best I have is Mark go, takes a step and like he's expecting it to be the same height that he is. It just goes. Whoop. Yeah.
1: It was, I think I was just like, all right, I'll just put my foot in to test how deep it is. And then all of a sudden I was knee to thigh deep, like <laughs> yeah. sucked under. I was like, yeah, that's not fine. I had a few, <laughs> a few yeah.
2: steps like that that was deeper than I thought. Yeah, all, all part of the type two fun, I suppose. Yeah.
0: I did notice, though, that you were more tentative than Mark and I. Like, I think there's a few times when Mark,
1: like, walked straight through as you kind of
0: thought Would a bit stop more. And think yeah. Yeah. You're like, hmm, maybe we'll go this way. Yeah.
1: But it's one of those things, like, you can't tell if it's going to be knee deep, if it's going to be ankle deep. You just kind of have to step and hope. Yep. No,
2: not really. See, that's the other thing. I had my hiking pole, so I was testing some of it which like you, I, I you didn't have do that like
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> so you were just it was a potluck I was uh, the guinea pig up front <laughs> yeah um, but is that like after kind of like ho humish like scrub you enter that really really nice rainforest yeah that yeah. was lovely that was like magical rainforest yeah it was, it was very
2: prob- mossy and lichen and mm. yeah really nice it was a fairy forest we called yes, it
0: yes very much and it, it was I think the nicest of all the rainforests that we saw on yeah. the whole trip
1: yeah Mm. now we were popping out to that like creek where we had a bit of a break and just being like this is like stunning because it was like white sand with like the tannic water running through it and then like green everywhere yeah uh, mushrooms it was just yeah straight out of a a book yeah
2: and then then from that creek so we descended to that and then we had another short steep uphill and then there's like a bit of a campsite up there the track cutters camp camp. yeah Mm which it doesn't really have facilities, but it's got a nice clearing, so we stopped there for lunch.
1: Which is kind of like, it's a good way to introduce the story of the South Coast track, because it is a shipwreck survival route that got cut. Yes, yes. Yeah. And you can kind of, if you know that, you can kind of understand where it goes and why it goes there. Like, it doesn't just take you over some random hill, because there might be a lookout or a view... Or it's a challenge. It tries to follow the topography as best it can to mm. like yeah. minimise the effort. Yeah. So yeah, once I knew that, I was like, oh yeah, we're not going to go over that massive hill, are we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It's it's interesting because like in the in the book, Chapman describes like the people who who cut it, and they're like, oh. Someone could do it in three days if you, <laughs> you know, yeah. like he's like, wow, you're super optimistic to yeah. say.
2: <laughs> but that was an interesting thought. While I was walking the track, I was imagining what it would be like to survive a shipwreck and then have to.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you had no shoes, you had no shoes,
2: or, or if it was the olden days and you had very um, not very comfortable clothes as well. Yeah, or not, or like. Clothes that would get all waterlogged, and
1: but there is like heaps of stories of people like escaping convict colonies all around Tasmania yeah. and just hiking through the wilderness for days on end and just arriving in Hobart. Yeah, yeah. Like, how did you do that? Yeah, I like that
2: necessity.
1: Well, like fresh water is probably not going to be an issue, True. but it's more like the terrain and mm. trying to find your way and navigate.
0: And I guess you know it's not necessary that you would be shipwrecked at the, the you very know, end. The very yeah. end and have to walk all like you might. And if you were sort of, you know, at Point Eric, you'd walk to mm. That's That would be the, the sensible thing to do, not to walk all the way to, the, yeah. to Cockle Creek.
1: Yeah. And then from track cutters, like the bulk of the climbing of the day had been done. And there was like a shortish forest section, a bit of a descent, and then we're out onto button grass plains for a little bit. Which is a bit of a surprise, being like, oh, wow, we're back to this.
2: Shouldn't be a surprise, because we're always getting button grass planes (laughs) along the... Yeah. And actually, I should point out, it's not really button grass a lot of the time. It's sort of a more... Um, swampy, scrubby, but not button grass. It I
0: think is. It is button grass. Is it, just it doesn't grow as buttony as like it does in the alpine regions.
2: Yeah, it looks very different to other button grass I've seen.
1: Yeah, yeah. because like just on iNaturist recently, I posted a, a photo of the button grass flowers on the uh, Iron Bounds, and there someone posted, like, that's button grass. And I was mm. like, yeah, it doesn't really look like what we were walking through a whole lot. Yeah. I'm sure it's a little bit different, but yeah, it is...
0: It, it might be like just you know how the conditions are that it doesn't grow in that nice sort of clumpy mm. shape yeah. because of But, how
2: but i it's enjoyed gone. something i enjoyed about those plains is we saw a lot of flowers and actually something i haven't mentioned like really interesting sundews.
1: yes the forked sundews were yeah, fascinating yeah yeah all
2: along the track i really enjoyed that and i'm sure mm. for people who go hiking in Tasmania all the time that might just be Oh, yeah, whatever. But it's a different type of sundew to me. So, mm. and, and it was really hard. I was trying to get photographs of it, and they're all blurry, but I tried.
1: Yeah, I didn't, even with the, the DSL, I didn't get great photos. Yeah. i got some, but not, not too many. Yeah, and
2: other little, like, swampy flowers. Um, mm.
1: The river rose. You had the, the yellow ones, which yeah. I'm getting the name of. Um, tea trees, swamp myrtle. Yeah, just lots of the same that you'd see every day, but it was still kind of cool to, yeah. to spot them. They're, they're not our usual West Australian ones, so no. it's nice yeah, something
2: a bit a bit different. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and then after that, there's kind of there's two hills left in the day, and to me, they felt like a lot more than they were. Yeah, um, I think we were
2: getting towards the end of the day, and also it was just it's not that they were difficult hills; that they just went for a long time, and I think we were just ready to get to. Mm. it was camp. quite
1: sunny as well through mm. the the forest that's right to the it was warm, yeah but at the top of the the biggest one which i think was about 100 meters that's when we got reception yeah yeah and we could finally talk to people for the first yeah. time in six days yeah my dumb phone started beeping as we were in the setting i went, like whoa mm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and uh yeah immediately it's like we just stopped and mm. you, know, called you should provide
2: elephants. some context there donovan um Donovan was carrying a, oh, yeah. an old-fashioned style <laughs> phone. That's what he means by dumb phone.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I, I have this phone which is waterproof and, uh, you know, the battery life is, like, ridiculous. Like, you can go for two weeks without charging. And I bought it specifically for this trip so that, you know, going out there we would have at least, no matter what would happen, we'd always have one phone that could get reception.
1: But, I mean, the screen didn't really survive that well, did it? No, it didn't. Like, <laughs> it, it looks...
0: I, I forgot that these old phones, like, they just... They didn't make them very well. Like, they're just plastic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, everything else about it is built like a tank. See, so whereas
1: I had, like, literally received a new um, Samsung S22, like, the week before we went. <laughs> yeah. And I'm walking around with that just in my pocket. Like photographing and filming everything, and you're just very quite proud of your dumb phone.
0: Yeah, I, I I find it funny that this you know this dumb phone, you know, while I bought it for like the obviously the indestructible kind of qualities, uh, me- messaging people is terrible because yeah. I don't have the, the muscle memory of how to do the you know the old like A is number two and yeah yeah, so it it took a long time to say I am okay. <laughs>
1: yeah um so that was kind of cool like I filmed you talking to Alyssa um got to speak to Karis Bonnie got to speak to her mum and boyfriend and yeah it was just a nice moment to kind of end the day but we still had like one more hill to go (laughs) yeah and then we ran into that couple who were asking how far it was to the top of the 400 meter hill and it was already like middle of the afternoon. Yeah. That was a bit worrying. But in the moment, it didn't quite click that like they were going to be in trouble. Yeah, we were talking yeah. to
2: them and they didn't seem to be prepared for all the mud and the like how long it was going to take. Hmm. And it was only after they left that we were like, oh, hang on, it's 3 p.m. They're going to struggle to get to Granite Beach.
1: I think they might have doubled back because I remember someone yeah. set up a tent after I went to bed. It was quite right late that me. I yeah. heard, like, some people come through camp, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's some good views from those hills. Like, you kind of have to go off trail a little bit.
2: Yeah. But Although there was on the map, and in the guidebook, there's a, supposedly a lookout, which I was looking out for, but mm. we seem to have missed it.
1: Mm. I think there's like, it's very limited. It might, limited, have, just, it might yeah. have just been like
2: a little ledge that's not, does, mm. not an obvious lookout.
1: mm um, but then, yeah, coming back down that last hill, you're just pretty much on the South Cape Rivulet. Yep. And there's that one final creek crossing, and then you're in camp.
2: Yeah, and South Cape Rivulet's a really pretty spot. It's like a beautiful beach and uh, like the forest growing right down onto the beach. And South Cape Rivulet, I think we were a bit concerned that it was going to be deep. We'd heard it could be deep and could be brackish. Hmm. And it was fine. It
1: was fine to cross, but not great to fill up your water.
2: Oh, it was okay.
1: I found it brackish, and it he, was brackish, and it, it brackish. wasn't moving quickly, and people were like washing stuff yeah, where I mean, you should was, have been filling up. It's yeah. like, yeah. guys, just go like upstream a little bit.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was a bit
1: sorry downstream a little bit, bit iffy. Yeah.
2: But um, I thought the water tasted fine just for one day. Like it would have been a bit annoying if all the water was like that. But
1: yeah, yeah, like it's it's
0: not so brackish that you'll get sick, but. I could definitely taste some saltiness to it.
1: Yeah, even with my staminade powder in there, I was just like, mm, this is very salty. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. the campsite, I think, was one of the best we stayed at. Yeah, that beautiful. whole beach to wander at.
0: Yeah. I mean, we, we were lucky again because that is another one that can be quite deep mm. and it was just like a, you know, a dawdle for us. Yeah, he,
2: like other people who, like, when we were researching, we are hearing, oh, it could be like waist deep and, mm. or more it was just knee deep for us i think yeah
1: even if you rocked up to there and it was like windy and stormy you'd have a bit of trouble trying to find like a properly sheltered spot yeah. for your tent and then you'd kind of have to just like stay there for the the night mm. whereas we could wander around i sat down on the sand in the sun for a while It was just very chill yeah
2: that was another like more social evening as well where i think everyone was just really relaxed and we had some friendly local visitors as well, the patty melons. Mm,
1: friendly, they were trying to steal from Donovan's uh, car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, they were friendly.
2: Well, <laughs> a bit, a bit greedy, perhaps. Yeah. yeah,
0: less, you know. Speaking of greedy, the mozzies here. Oh, oh that's I, yeah. right. I, like, I swear, I've never been bitten that bad, and I, I am one of those people who has the genetic like predisposition to being bitten, mm. and. I'd say for like two weeks afterwards, I just had like mo- mozzie bites all over my legs um, to the point that I didn't want to go to like, I'd, I normally get like a tune-up massage every month. I didn't go because I thought that they think I had like some disease because I was like <laughs> that covered in mozzie bites. Yeah. But
2: then what I found was tricky about the mozzie's is for a long time on the last few days, like the first few days, there were no mozzie's and then the last few there were, but i didn't feel them that they were biting so i thought they were fine and it was only a day or so later i realized i'm covered in bites
1: yeah same for me i thought i was like so severely burnt on my neck that it was just sunburn but then after that went away i was still really itchy because of all the bites i was like this is horrible like, every hot shower was such a relief trying yeah. to get the like the sting out and be yeah, was just yeah didn't notice it at the time. It was, yeah, a couple of days later.
0: Yeah. Like when back in Hobart, I was like, wow, my legs are so itchy. And, you know, like I'd mm. scratch until
1: I was bleeding because I was just so itchy. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful campsite. <laughs> <otherwise>. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of people at that campsite because it is well, a spot where you can go overnight and then hike back to Cockle Creek. Yeah. Also, day. was it
2: a weekend? No, it wasn't a weekend. But I imagine if it's a weekend, it could be it's even Thursday, busier.
1: Thursday, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, And then on to the final day. So this was going to be a bit of a doddle of a day. Two kind of hills in there and then a whole lot of beach walking. Yeah, very small hills. Mm. Mm. Um, But it was very grey to start with, I remember. Yeah. As we we crossed that beach and then up that first hill, which I think was the tallest of the two,
2: maybe. But really not that tall at all.
1: Yeah, like 50 or 100 metres. Is this kind of like a, I don't know... It didn't feel as special, yeah. mainly because like you could sense you were getting closer to civilization. Yeah,
2: I did feel the beaches were quite the, special, though.
0: Yeah, the first four ks of the day I thought were very nice. You know, yeah. like a, the the view back to um, you know to the campsite from the yeah. top of the cliffs were really nice. Yeah, I
2: thought there were some really beautiful views from between the trees and maybe more so than on other days. like Something about the South Coast track is like, a lot of the time you can't see the ocean for even though it's a coast track. Mm. So I did enjoy that about the last day, lots of mm. coastal glimpses, it was nice.
1: Yeah. And there's that really cool rock formation, is that Lion's lion Head rock. or Lion, lion rock? rock? yeah, Yeah, yeah. 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 And with that, that, The boat. <laughs> the boat that yeah. had been abandoned.
2: Yeah, it came down onto lion, Is it Lion's Rock Beach, which is, and then the track really changes after Lion's Rock Beach, it becomes quite um, civilized.
0: Mm. yeah. I, I really enjoyed that coastal bit, you know, with L- Lion Rock is like super dramatic yeah. on the beach.
2: And on the day we were there, there was a small shipwreck, which was quite unusual.
0: Yes. Yeah. And I love that bit. Just before you, when you leave the the beach, you, there's like that black cliff. Yeah, And that to me was like the grand, like final statement of the South Coast track. Mm. And then... I did not enjoy the seven K's to the end, I have to say.
1: It didn't start out too bad. Like walking on that rock was quite cool. Mm. And then the first initial bit along the creek line was nice and green yeah. and enjoyable. But yeah, the, the open plains was a bit it was a bit exposed, a bit warm. And then like you've just got all these day hikers that you're crossing. And yeah, you're I like, found I've, that really <laughs> fr-
2: really strange how yeah, how built up it felt. Like it I I was enjoying it because I was feeling quite like a sense of um celebration because it was the end of the walk. Mm. And just reflecting on the past 7 days, but I could understand why Donovan was not in such a happy mood. And I could understand why. And I felt bad because I was all like, "Yay, this is great." <laughs> and Donovan was like,
0: "No, this is horrible." I I can't The thing was, I felt, you know, like I, I think you know like Mark and I talked about this that we said, you know, if you're going to do this track. You're pretty much, you know, set whether you're going to do it or not before you get to that bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I really just didn't want to be filming anymore. But then I felt like obligation of like, well, this is the last 7Ks. You've got to document it right. And I did notice, I see other people's um, films and blogs of it, and they have glossed over this section a fair bit. Mm. But I was like, no, I want to just do this right. But I didn't really want to be doing it. And then I pissed you off because I was like, "Bonnie, can you walk through this?" And you're like, "Get Mark to do it." <laughs> and, and then I was like, I was extra pissed off about the situation because I had annoyed you, and I didn't oh, want—I didn't want to annoy you. I don't you. think
2: you annoyed me that badly. <laughs>
0: and and I, but I didn't even want to be doing it, which is oh. the thing that it was like, oh, she's like annoyed that I've asked her to do this again.
2: I wasn't. Are you that
0: sure?
1: Because the tone that I got was she was just like kind of happy because she had reception she's like oh can you get Mark to do it like that no, kind of way no I didn't take it that okay. way Okay, oh, sorry
0: <laughs> but um, the thing was I and also like from a, from a filming perspective like I could I did actually film Mark but I can't use it because it's just random because it's like lots of Bonnie at the front and then suddenly Mark by himself so I was like I can't really use that shot but yeah I just felt I felt bad and then also like but I didn't even really care to, to be shooting at the stage, mm. so
1: yeah. I mean, you also had your hips were sore and your feet were sore. And it was just, they were that last like k and a half to two k's along the rocks. I just felt kind of like dragged on a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You I think like, we
2: all felt ready to get to the end. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, Cockle Creeks quite a nice ending. It's yeah. it yeah. was very built up was because of the time of the year that we visited with summer holidays like lots and lots of caravanas, pool yeah. drivers, everything but
2: The beach there was really beautiful. <coughs> it was like lovely clear turquoise water.
1: Mm. Um, mm.
2: went for a little bit of it, not a proper swim, but just sort of walked out into the water. And there's
1: that nice building that they've renovated since Google. Street view went through last time (laughs) because you're like, what's at the end? And I googled. I was like, oh, there's like a Tassie Parks shelter there, and in front of that now they've built in a much bigger shelter with like information boards and everything. Yeah, Yeah. And then you've got the finishing sign to take photos at and everything. Which was good
2: because we had a few like a few hours to wait for our transport. So Mm. like we made the time go pretty fast. I think we made some phone calls, went down to the beach, read all Mm. the signs and then we were worried that some of the other hikers were going to be going late to make, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But right at the very last moment i think it was tim with yeah. the last run and he just showed up like 5 minutes before
1: yeah because after the whole week of us being the last ones into camp <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were like one of the first yeah <laughs> um, and then it was that what 2 hour transfer back 2
2: or 3 it was a long yeah, long it drive was a but very long quite drive. interesting seeing a bit of country Tasmania
0: <laughs> yeah but like Mark and I had you know we we had this we were told that we that in the past they stop off somewhere at like yeah. a greasy spoon. So we were like, yeah, we're done. We're not going to eat lunch at the end. And yeah. we
1: were like, I'm so hungry. And even when we're on there, Tim was just like, yeah, we're going to talk to the driver. We're going to do it. And then like it was closed or he wasn't there <laughs> yeah. or something. I was like, I'm so hungry. Yeah, like we we basically got dropped off. We were staying at the
0: same place and, just, and there was a sushi shop downstairs. We're yeah. like, yes,
1: go in. Before I've even showered or dropped my stuff off, I'm just going to get sushi. Yeah.
2: I went and got a burger, but first I had um, a very thorough shower before I went out to get a burger. Yeah, we also had a burger but covered yeah. in mud. It
1: was, yeah, good to be finished, and like it's, I don't know, it didn't feel like the end of a week long overnight hike. Mainly because like I don't get driven at the end; I usually stay wherever I'm finishing. Oh yeah, and mm. a bit of yep. an, a different end to it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's the South Coast track. Seven days. What we did it in it's about eighty-five k's um, in total, and just lots and lots of hills and mud and good fun.
2: Yeah, yeah. it's a very yeah. very good experience.
1: Mm. The way I describe it is like it's what people want to experience when they go to Tasmania, but don't necessarily get to because. Mm. It's like lots of tourist setups and infrastructure and everything, or you're just not in the area where you're going to get old growth forest or a pristine beach or something like that. Like it's very much, if you can do it, you're going to be rewarded, yeah, like significantly for it.
2: I would describe it as like um, it's kind to me. It was like an obstacle course. But then with sections of respite from the obstacle course, so the <laughs> well the tricky bits where like there's like yeah. always something to climb over or some mud to go through. Mm. But then the easy bits, it's all boardwalk, and so it's like la di da di da, and then very slow climbing, yeah, trying not to break an ankle.
0: I felt like this was a walk that, while very high reward, was very high effort. You know, if I were to compare it yeah. to other Tassie walks I've done, like the Overland, Overland's much less effort, um, very high reward, but, you know, the effort level's not as high. Uh, walls is much, much less effort for the reward. Walls of Jerusalem. Walls of Jerusalem. Yeah, I know. I did this as well with the video. I just say walls and then <laughs> don't say what it is. But we have Walls of Jerusalem and French Frenchman's is also hard, but this is even harder than, than Frenchman's. That's what you thought as well, didn't you, Bonnie?
2: Yeah, I, th- I think so. I think um, South Coast track is a bit harder.
0: I think it was, there's just more of it. Because yeah, exactly. It's just like days and days of, of that, whereas, yep. you know. And obviously, you'd say, Mark, this was much harder than Three Capes. Oh, <laughs> significantly harder, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: But like I was surprised at how much better the quality of the trail was in terms of like there was boardwalks that had obviously been recently installed mm. into the yeah. muddier section so it wasn't bad in that regard i was expecting to be wading through a lot more mud i was yeah i was yeah. expecting
2: to have a lot more mud and i think that's partly that we had dry conditions for the first several days and also i think they seem to have done a lot of track work recently mm. Mm. so it might have been a lot harder a decade ago than it is now. I'm yeah. Not sure.
1: Yeah. I think we really lucked out with the weather we got oh, for the few days preceding yeah. the walk and then during the walk as well. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I like the quote that Tim had is like it's a young person's track. Yeah. <laughs> Which with bushwalking and especially like being in the wilderness you don't normally associate that with young people it's usually an old person's kind of hobby.
2: Well, not yeah. necessarily. But
0: yeah. I, I'd say definitely in Western Australia, like the bibbleman skews old. That is true. Yes. Yeah. You know, whereas this is definitely skews young. Yeah. Mm.
2: At least the people we met, it was mostly, thirties and younger. Yeah. Twenties yep. and thirties.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Highly recommended if you can plan it out properly and have a few friends to go with. It's it's a really really rewarding experience. Definitely. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And I I just think the whole thing, like even the fact that you have to fly out. It just adds that novelty to it that you mm. don't get with other hikes. And yeah,
2: especially if you get good views on the, on the flight as well. It's like
1: mm.
2: really good start to the hike. It makes it feel like such an adventure.
1: Yep. yep. Um, so if you want to know more, um, by the time this gets released, my blog post should be out. So if you search South Coast Track and the Life of Pi, hopefully Google will direct you in the right direction. Um, direction and donovan your videos are coming out in july o- august august yes, yeah. august. august will be four episodes uh for the series yeah. of the yeah the south coast track excellent having seen a sneak preview i'm quite excited to see a <laughs> <the> whole lot <laughs> awesome thank you bonnie for coming in and being part of the
0: the adventure and part of this uh discussion of the trail yeah
2: well thank you so much for inviting me along on the south coast track because yeah it was a bucket list hike for me that I always thought was a bit hard to organise. So fantastic. Thank you.
0: Awesome. Thank you everyone for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode or any other episode of Real Trail Talk, then please rate us on whatever platform you're currently listening to us on. Ratings really help us to reach an audience, especially those who are looking to learn about the outdoors in Western Australia and Australia in general. If you had any questions or suggestions for future episodes, you can email us at realtrailtalk at gmail.com or contact us through our social media channels. Thanks again and stay tuned for our next episode.